and like it was you. too much of a struggle, not enough fun. Mm. And for me, it was like, okay, like we can go, we can do like a 10K or a 15K, but I want to do more distance. I want to explore. Mm. That's where my fun kicks in. Like yeah. I want to discover new spots. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess that's, yeah, I think that's the talking fun. about it. That that was the big part Yes. for me and um, and still not getting it. And then you were telling me that gear matters, like it will make a difference. Mm. Hey guys, welcome to the Overcome Cafe. Tales of mind, body, and relationships. The one and only podcast that serves as a guidepost for driven people trying to reach their goals while keeping a healthy lifestyle. Are you an athlete or a professional who's considered driven but feels that this sometimes comes at a cost? Do you want to reach your goals but want to maintain a healthy lifestyle? Having a purpose and being goal-driven is like a marathon. In sharing our knowledge, we want to encourage folks by helping them build momentum via our collective wisdom. This is the Overcome Cafe, tales of mind, body, and relationships. Hey folks, Hey Driven People, LP here. I just wanted to take a moment uh, to introduce today's guest on Overcome Cafe, um, Tales of Mind, Body and Relationships. And on the topic of relationships and body and mind as well, we thought it would be a great conversation to have uh, with a female cyclist who is not a pro, uh, but is actually passionate about cycling. So most people listening out there will probably not be pros in cycling, or at least if you're in the beginning phases of cycling, this can be a great encouragement for you today. Um, If you're a non-cycler, no worries, we got you covered. This is a great episode for how to um, start carving out time for taking care of yourself. Uh, Vicky is a mom, she's a professional for the, she is a professional counselor in the federal government. And she also uh, juggles many different hats. So I thought it would be interesting to have Vicky's perspective. I think her point of view uh, is reflective of many of you out there. So hang on. We're in for a treat. Thank you for listening to Overcome Cafe, Tales of Mind, Body, and Relationships. Good morning, Vicky, this is early morning hey. in our house. Yes. <laughs> How are, are you today? How are good. you feeling? I feel fancy. We uh, we bought these uh, Picardie glasses and uh, mm. French glasses where we can make some cortado. So instead of lattes this morning, we have a, a cortado. So I, I kind of feel So what are fancy. you drinking? A cortado. A cortado. So I think it's, it's like there's more espresso shots. And a bit of yes. less. Um, it's always the difference in proportion in milk. Eh? Right. Yeah. Come so in. the equivalent of a cortado this morning, and all in milk and water usually. Yeah, that's the yeah. that's the thing with the coffee. So we're both having a fancy coffee, at least fancy in name, but we do appreciate <laughs> the name as well. Um, today is a, an episode of on being driven and and on cycling. Actually, we're. Yeah. And instead of LP always talking about his experience in cycling, I thought it would be interesting. And I know we have 
a lot of um, viewers will relate to you a viewers wow you're looking at us sorry <laughs> uh, early morning mistake for me uh, so listeners uh, so thank you you guys for listening first off yeah. and i'll restart my comment and say yeah uh, we had an idea of actually having a, a, a female cyclist Uh, mm-hmm. who is also um, driven, driven in relationships, as we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, our why is to help you. So we want to make sure that it's not only LP speaking, but more, mostly Vicky this morning. Um, yeah, thank you yeah. for accepting this invitation to the podcast today. So today's episode is going to be on on your experience and I think your experience is relatable and there's a lot of um, newer women who actually you're Mm -hmm. newer but are you newer what's how do you see yourself I think you know I I was trying to remember when when I started to it's it's still funny for me when you say a cyclist because I've been (laughs) I've been officially that's right and you know what it's like It's a little bit like when you're a mom, you know, you, you, when you have your baby, you're a mom and you don't really know, you don't mm-hmm. have the confidence, you don't really know how to be a mom or you have an idea of what mm-hmm. a mom, the mom you want to be. And I feel like when I got my first bike in 2011, I want to say, yeah. it was a mountain bike. Yes. And a thank goodness, the delivery was bike. not as painful as a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> But, <laughs> I was there. I remember must that. Must be the Cortado talking. But, um, you know, <laughs> <It's so good. laughs> it, it was the same kind of feeling. It's like, oh, okay, I have a bike. So I guess I, I'm a cyclist. Mm-hmm. But you don't feel like a Or in your mind, you've created, oh, when I do this, I'll be a cyclist. Or when I get up to there, yeah, I'll be a cyclist. So good. Yeah. So like this mentality of... When I belong, I'll be a cyclist. Right. When I'll be able to, you'll come, like, I'll compare myself, you know, when I, I'm, I'll achieve this, then I'll, I'll mm. be a cyclist, of course, all unconsciously. But um, when I got my bike in 2011, it was a mountain bike. That's all I knew. Yeah. I did not know the difference between a road bike. It's just, we felt like biking, you and I. Mm-hmm. We didn't have our kids. We were newly married. And, uh, and I remember we went on a, a cycling path and it was so hard I was like oh last time I, I I rode a bike I was a kid and it felt like I could have pedaled all day actually can I correct a yes. statement because I have a different memory than oh, you yes absolutely. Uh, correct uh-huh. I have a different memory than you we were not married yet We had ordered two bikes from yeah, my hometown. Yeah. My hometown, town, town. Sorry, the francophone in me sometimes. And I remember that my family gave, well, we paid for it, but they were the delivery people. Right. And it was our first car being delivered at the same time as our first mountain bikes where we officially decided that we would start cycling and this was sort of the launch of wanting to take care of us physically yes Uh, this is sort of where it started and i have to confess i was not excited to bike you yes you weren't eh? you you were the i was the excited one because we had you were the pillar of cycling in our family 
oh wow that's yeah well that's a big statement eh? <laughs> that's a big statement but i'm i i tend to get excited about things like that and and right i remember uh -uh. you were the pillar and i'll Aww. give that compliment and she's not she's become she's blushing right now so I'm, uh, one day maybe we'll videotape our sessions sitting and doing the podcast oh gosh yeah <laughs> but uh you wanted us to be mm -hmm. more healthy yeah And I remember, and I'm like, we're never gonna use this. We're gonna, uh, okay, I'm buying a mountain bike. That's the reason why I remember. Yeah, you remember a lot of stuff. Wow. Uh, well, maybe, uh, but I remember that part. Hmm. Um, at least I have an experience of that part. So my experience was this shouldn't be lame. So we'll mm -hmm. buy mountain bikes so I get to go and have fun because I'm not going to go on the bike path. I'm mm -hmm. not going to go and do a ton of mileage. I'm going to go and jump off stuff. So mm -hmm. that was the mentality. But we would actually go on bike paths. That's what we had around and our... And then we moved, then we got married, and then we... And we always biked a little yeah. each year. Yeah, and then my first experience was... Oh gosh, this is so hard. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't going fast, and it wasn't mm -hmm. meant to go fast. Little did I know, because when you were young, we you know, had those. It was the um, specialized rock hopper, so those were oh, sort yeah. of a cross country style, right? Uh, still fast. Yeah, exactly. Still fast, still fast, but for a mountain bike. But I had people on the cycling path twice my age passing me, flying by me. I was like, what am I? What? What is this? What's going on? Then the self-attack, self-criticism, <laughs> yes. totally and feeling like game. not good enough. Right. Uh, I remember that as well. And yeah. I, I had that feeling too. It's just, I think I used the, uh, I used the minimizing approach. Yes. But also you had different expectation. Your expectation was to have fun with the bike, like do tricks and things like that. As for me, it was all about wanting to... Uh, go fast so that we could go far and yeah. visit new um you know n new uh, places mm -hmm. and just be in nature so so i think yeah we got married we moved and then we took a break because i think i wasn't motivated enough I, each time if i remember correctly as well again i'm like no, encyclopedia <laughs> Uh, but, but I remember like we would go, uh, yeah. I would pump the tires cause it, it, the bike was in the shed for so long. Yeah. Um, and I think your goal, if I remember correctly, it was a physical being healthy yeah. and travel, uh, type goals. Right. Um, yeah. and also like we would take out the bike and we were occasional cyclists back then. We're talking maybe late 20s mm -hmm. um still seeing ourselves i think and you had started snowboarding as well yeah uh so you were sort of turning a turning a leaf a little bit in your life it seems like like you wanted to be more yeah, healthy healthy that's it yeah and that's it I, i was sitting at work all day so um i think i we wanted to do and i wanted to do something fun for us too at yeah. the same time like yeah. an activity yeah Yeah. And then I, I forget afterward that I know that you got, uh, I think, a Bixie bike that you called them. 
A big sea bike? Is that uh, what it's a fixie. called? Fixie bike. <laughs> fixie bike. The big sea bike is a bike we rent downtown. Oh, that's to visit, right. Like the, the, no the one city uses. bikes. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's sorry, what Bixi, I think you you are yeah. bankrupt right now. Yeah. And if you're not, I'm sorry for the comment, but oh. we haven't used big seas in a while. Oh, I mean, I hope one day that we'll have gated cycling paths. So just like mm, in mm-hmm. Europe. So, so which probably explains a, a bit of the yeah. obstacles or what were the obstacles you think like well, with hindsight 2020 yeah. in the beginning uh, why didn't you take your bike more often i know why i didn't mm. but i'm very curious about your experience so when we got our road bikes which i was uh, you know bit, huge game changer because why did we change from the road bike to, uh, the mountain bike so to you the road started bike? with a fixie you were going to work so you started going to work cycling because that was faster than our, our taking my car taking your car mm-hmm. <laughs> which is you know ridiculous but in a good way because that it, it I, I would see I would witness that and I was so amazed at how much a bike could really change it was such a game changer you were you could go far so I was like okay finally there is a reason why people can take their their bikes uh, <laughs> to work to work and as a mean of transportation and so um, and then you switch you got to know I think you re- you did a little bit of research and you you switch yours to a road bike and then you wanted to give me a road bike as well mm-hmm. um, and I was like are you sure like I'm really not you know I don't think I'm I'm a cyclist I don't think I'm a so the identity part the identity part because of my previous experience Mm -hmm. um and you're like no 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 like you have to try this it's Um, not the same experience but what was it in the experience before before getting the road bike because i think this is where it became more encouraging to you but what was the obstacle at first like if you really go back to that that mindset i couldn't find the the time um Mm -hmm. I, I don't remember the year that you got me the road bike. I don't remember when to try and see what, what my lifestyle was like back then. Mm-hmm. I want to say 20. Was it? Did we have our first daughter? Our second daughter when you bought me the road bike. Okay. So yeah. it was a there's a There's a big crazy gap. Busy. And the, then you had a, a hybrid bike, the red one. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Again. Yes, I had tried that. So Still why did we switch fast. from the road bike to the hybrid for you? What what was the goal there? Um, I, I remember we were taking our kids in the little um, tall cargo thing that you would attach your bike. Mm-hmm. That would be our morning, Saturday morning stroll. You would take the girls, you would attach that to your bike. I would take my <laughs> hybrid bike and we would go to the marina, mm-hmm. Nelmer. That was, that was our, our stop. Um, but again... Um, even though you had, I, I was still not going fast enough. It's really, I'm noticing it's really the speed thing. So speed for you was, was it fun? Was yes. it? Okay. Yeah, exactly. So that fun was not. Fun was a, criter- a criteria. A criteria. And it I didn't, like it was you. too much of a struggle, not enough fun. Mm. And for me, it was like, okay, like we can go, we can do like a 10K or 15K, but I want to do more distance. I want to explore. Mm-hmm. That's where my fun kicks in. Like yeah. I want to discover new spots. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess that's, yeah, I think that's the talking fun. about it. That that was the big part Yes. for me and, um, and still not getting it. 
And then you were telling me that gear matters, like it will make a difference. Mm. Because it back, changes your experience. You're it changes right. your experience. You're right. And totally. I don't think we had like the shoes with the cleats even then. Like we mm -hmm. didn't. Yes, so. I used to be against that. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> it's so funny because now everything I I take for granted. You were you were the seed to that. Like mm. having bikes. I was like, no, we don't need bikes. We're mm. gonna snowboard. I'm gonna jog. Yeah. I used to jog. We used to jog together back yeah. then as well. Yeah. And we wanted to take care of our physical health, and mm. because I, we were no longer like snowboarding. You had to take a car. You had to go outside the city. Yeah. And it was. You had to a, make a day out of it. Almost yeah. make a day out of it. So it was complicated for us. I think we were looking for for fun in a different way but each time you're the one that thinks about yes we should do the bike and i'm like <laughs> no we shouldn't no 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 and then i end up saying yes and you convinced me and then my experience as a guy was i think way more easier than yours And not be, not just because you ended up taking care of the kids, because we shared that. Mm -hmm. It's like you were there, I was there. But yeah. it's more of, I'm not. It's not even the mom thing. I don't think it's the no. mom thing. I think it's the safety, maybe safety um, and fun. Fun, like what is fun for you on the bike? Yeah, but what's fun for me is the feeling um, of sort of being free and mm -hmm. um, and just. Even if it's not always new, like even if you're still going on the same path every day, um, there's something about cycling that uh, you kind of lose yourself a little bit in it. You don't really pay attention to time or... Um, you're sort of immersed in your experiences. Right? Yeah, exactly. And even like if you're going through something and you're processing, it's just more of an uplifting experience when you're processing things. Mm. It's... Uh, Um, I even like remember one time I was angry about something at work <laughs> and I went on a cycling ride and I totally saw their experience, like from their point of view mm. and just the way I was processing it. And when I came back from that ride, I'm sorry, continue. Oh no, that's it. It, so it was, it was a completely different, I had more like compassion, I think, and just, uh, had time to really process it, but process it in a, like, I don't know, the, the with the biking, it just like. It, it was an empowering, an empowering like uh, oh, cool. way to process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I just felt like I was not like not as much tunnel vision about the situation. Mm. I, I was mm -hmm. not the you gained like perspective. Yeah, so the situation didn't have a hold on me as much, and mm. um, I just had a better like view and better, bigger picture of the situation. Wow. And I think it's it surprised the people in the meeting because I think they were not expecting a reaction like that, um, that I was like really calm about it. And mm. there's something like when you come back from a ride where you're so calm and mm -hmm. yeah. There's endorphins and ser serotonin yeah, for sure. Probably our normal <laughs> drug in our <laughs> But, system. <laughs> which is a result of something yeah. like hormones are triggered by external mm -hmm. factors as well. Yeah. So, and we're talking about serotonin and... Yeah. yeah, and endorphins, yeah. but also I think like going outside and just having that um, step back to contemplate a little bit mm -hmm. differently and to let things come rather than forcing things. Yeah, 
it sounds like that was a bit of your experience. That's yeah, exactly. Like letting things come. Letting and, things come. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more about this. Like, um, I know, like, because if I compare mm -hmm. uh, you and I, yeah. me as a guy, like all the way through, I'm bucking and I'm saying no, I don't want to, I don't want to do it, and I end up doing it because I find it became easier for me and mm. i think somehow sometimes for a woman versus a guy mm. that experience is different like i would not as a woman want to walk downtown ottawa at three o'clock in the morning yeah and, and i'm saying this as a guy but as a guy i would feel relatively safe even mm. though it might not be safe for me Mm. But there's the safety factor that I know that yeah. I don't think you would go as much alone. Right. No, not as at all. I would like I can pick up my bike, leave, do whatever amounts of many hours yeah. and then come back. Yeah. But you're you were able to go to work every day. Mm -hmm. And I remember you would say like, OK, if I go to this path on this path, I, it will be you were like really strategic about it. Like <laughs> if I go there at this time, it's less, you know, less busier. But you were also really confident. I noticed when I was because you took me <laughs> kind of under your wing because I was like, oh, I don't know if I can bike um, outside of like in the city or mm. Um, even places where it's a bit outside of the city, but it's still, there's a lot of cars. We live, we like to think we live in a village, but it's very busy mm -hmm. in the weekends, yeah. uh, during the weekends. So there's a lot of cars, a lot of people who are not used to our part of town. So we're, we can't really trust that, that they'll, you know, give us the lead. Mm -hmm. So that is one thing I've observed from you is that you're not afraid of, telling the cars like hey you're supposed to stop here like have like waving your hand yeah. like this i have like i have no qualms about signaling yes that's it <laughs> and taking up space taking up space and like i think you know also the like the 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 laws and everything so you know that no no this is the my priority and you're not afraid to look at the cars and letting them know that mm. it's it's yours to go on and You taught me that too a little bit. I remember like when we're cycling on in the street, mm -hmm. you were saying, okay, like it's best not to go on the side of the road mm -hmm. because cars could be opening their doors. Or it encourages them to pass you when it's that's not it. the best the best time Safe, to pass. That's it. Mm -hmm. So um so you said, Okay, we're gonna go in on like in the middle of the street as if we were a car. Mm -hmm. That is the safest place, which is so counter Iron I, yeah <laughs> ironic sometimes uh, and but i and even true. that doesn't guarantee safety but at least when it's a moment where i know that being on the side there's no dedicated mm. path yeah uh, and there's a lot of um road <laughs> road mm. decoration because uh, yeah, there's a lot of signaling sometimes for cars and everything but yeah the going in the middle of the road and having somebody honk at you is a lot safer yeah. than having someone not honk and pass you and squeeze you in the, the, the car that, that's opening their door. Yeah, ex yes. And Or learning they pass to... you that they brush And it's not a off. reflex, eh? That's it. It's not a reflex. And I've observed you like going like, you know what, if they're impatient, that's not ours to... Mm, that's not proper boundaries to, yeah that's a proper boundaries and i was like okay so i've i've sort of 
followed you and, and it turns out that the cars were at least it's like oh, okay it, it, for them too it helped them guide mm-hmm. you know that there's a you know there's a bike in front of me so they slow down and they they're not always the they're enemy. not always that's it i think sometimes they just really don't know don't know should i pass should i not pass and mm-hmm. it just guides them and guides you and that's one thing that i've learned to be more confident in uh, signaling and yeah, just taking so my place taking my place even if you don't have the confidence of like of a cyclist at first mm-hmm. um that, which will put you in danger because mm-hmm. you don't have that confidence so because of that you kind of let everyone go first take the lead and then that's when you're in a position of being unsafe so yeah like safety yeah. is a main factor right? yeah exactly it that's really one thing that stays with me if there's mostly cars but even if there's no cars Mm -hmm. um if i'm alone (laughs) yeah i don't know how to i had to learn you you taught me how to change a flat tire and i'm not even sure i think i need practice again so you'll have Mm -hmm. to show me again but even like with the patch thing that you have to put on your Mm -hmm. on your tube like learning of the skills to take care of your bike or to be able to do repairs it it augments confidence eh? yeah. did you notice a, a shift in your confidence once you started to learn skills. a few even though you don't know everything yet like you started to learn a few skills like like in repairs and i've yeah. noticed like as simple as pumping your tires yeah what is the proper amount for comfort and yeah. stuff like that now i see you doing this and i see you repair a few things yeah. so how does that play into your human experience, like your experience yeah. as a woman? Well, that definitely helps like to know like just basic things, because mm-hmm. in my mind, it's like, okay, at least if there's no one <laughs> coming on my path, I'll have enough. Like I can, I can have my tire, um, like I can even arrange my tires so I can go as, as far enough to find someone who can help me if there's bigger yeah. problems on my bike. Um, so yes, definitely. I think skill building Mm -hmm. is, is definitely a plus, but it's not, I'm not excited to learn it either. (laughs) (laughs) And why not? Because, uh, it's overwhelming. It's intimidating. It's like, I don't know how to repair a car. So for me, it falls in the same, Mm -hmm. like when I enter your shop, like, well, whatever, it looks like a shop to me, the, the, your corner with all the tools, all the bike tools. I have no idea what those bike tools are. And there's mm-hmm. so many different little pieces. Mm. I feel like it, it's a big learning curve. It's a bit overwhelming. It's a bit overwhelming. It sounds like. Yes. and But I've watched you like look at YouTube videos, look at, you know, repairs things. And, and it's really practiced. Like I've seen you. <laughs> what did you I've see? I've witnessed <laughs> frustrations. I've witnessed so many um, <laughs> emotions. And also, I've witnessed you like say, okay, this product is not what I was expecting. So I'll Mm. have to buy a new one. Yeah. And a lot of bike fitting. Like I find like you, oh my goodness. There's a lot of like little tweaks too. Like even the way your bike is set up Mm -hmm. will have an effect on your performance, on how you feel. Mm Mm-hmm. The first time you bought me a bib, I was like, wow. <laughs> I know. and <laughs> I didn't and believe in bibs, but now I'm like, okay, I get it. Do, <laughs> do you remember when we were at uh, our local bike shop 
and you saw a gentleman with bibs yep w walking around <laughs> and uh, for all you cycling cycling fans <laughs> out there it's a mammal a mi <laughs> middle-aged man in lycra <laughs> a mammal uh sorry sorry <laughs> Sorry, dude, I am that mammal now. Yeah. But Vicky looks at me and gives me like, if you start wearing this, yeah. I'm going to make fun of you. Yeah. Oh, yes. How's the chamois now? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh, it is better. My comments. Yeah. <laughs> how's, how's the chamois now, though? I totally get it. It is a big game changer. Like totally. you can. And I, yes, I, I, the comfort really matters. Mm -hmm. The gear really matters. Mm hmm. And even with bibs, like you have to kind of know your brand of yeah, like things like that, like details like that, that will make a big change. And I yeah. think that's one thing like to not be discouraged as soon as you haven't found. To make it fun. To make it fun. as you to the, yeah. the, the trial and error, yeah. have fun with it. Eh? It's all about the, yeah, the way you, the attitude and just, yeah, having fun. But it's so hard. It's because What's it's so hard about it. Well, it's easy to get discouraged at the first try. To mm. it's really a mind game of not letting yourself um, stop in, in the in the middle of it because mm -hmm. because once you do get so to yeah. that part where it's fun when you do have the gear and even not the complete gear like just a little bit of 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 uh, like, like a, a little bit a little bit of comfort a eh? little bit of comfort it is so fun yeah you do get that sense of freedom and i remember when i went for the first time by myself to um um in the gatineau hills mm, um yeah um, um why is it not coming to me the gatineau park Gatineau Park, but the Belvedere Champlain. Oh, uh, yes. The yes. first time a I, very, I did it. Uh, I'll just explain that for a moment yeah. to our, our listeners. We live in the Ottawa region, and one of the local hills is uh, named aptly after um, the lookouts. So mm. there's a few lookouts that are well-maintained, and one the major one is uh, Champlain Lookout. And this is sort of a known thing for cyclists in the region where... Uh, people climb up to the lookout yeah. and take a picture because they're rewarded after with a nice view there's a terrific view on mm. top and nothing like early in the morning eh? because mm. your picture your first picture i still yeah. i think I have, i have it in my mind and i you went early in the morning yeah and took a, a selfie the uh, inaugural selfie of vicky climbing <laughs> Which is a good climb. Yeah. It's a good yeah. climb. Yeah. Um, climbing the the lookout, the Champlain lookout. Yes. How did you feel there? Oh, I, I was such a sense of not just accomplishment, of, but of like, um, like a, some kind of like empowerment of like, wow, I remember mm -hmm. myself a year ago, how much I was struggling to go up that hill. And now yeah. it's, you can sort of like you know, get the fruit of your accomplishment, sort of mm -hmm. get a taste of, of like the efforts that you made. Um, Setting a goal and yeah. achieving that goal. And how much it was, you know, just one day, it, it just, it just happened that it was easier. And um, I had no expectation of like, I'll just go as, as far as I mm -hmm. can um, and shut my brain off from discouraging myself and, 
And then when you get on the on top for the first time by yourself, it's yeah, it's it's really uplifting, and you, you get a whole new sense I of wow. That. There's so much more than maybe I can also do that would be fun, mm -hmm. and it opens up like a whole new level. I think. I like yourself. your smile on this. It's it's fun. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. How, yeah. Yeah. Continue, it's a really yes. no. That's it. It it's like a part of myself that I guess. Uh, you know, the mountain bike me at the first phase. <laughs> like it, it's, it's, it's fun to know when you, when you've uh, like finally got to the space you wanted to go to and, mm. and to know I'm what is funny, to know well, what is fun. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, pun intended. <laughs> But to know what's fun Yeah. to gain knowledge in something and then being rewarded for mm -hmm. putting effort in time. Yeah. Um, as a partner, what, What can I do to have your experience be more comfortable, more fun, and more freedom? So oh, so sweet. Um, I, yeah, I think, well, you often ask me, like, how, where would you like to carve out time? Like, you often ask me, like, where, like, where can I shoulder the load for, so that you can, you can go on mm. a bike ride? Um, and often you encourage me to say like, I know the kids are, are a priority, but also totally, yeah. is it possible to like, also, yeah, like you encourage me to also put that as part of my priorities so that, uh, yeah, so that I can have that time for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, so yeah, so I think that's a big plus to know that, uh, that you're, that y you have my support and that you want mm. you want to support me and and just um sort of be included in that space um in my schedule <laughs> yeah and because we both have we you know working full-time and during the day and we have kids under seven so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's it's not always as easy because at the end of the day I really become tired too and uh, the motivation is not as as present um I even went on a try to join a bike ride with some mm. women and you know some days it's it's hard because it's at the end of the day and so yeah it's so how was that experience for you like because <laughs> like a lot of us we know that cycling even though it's one individual on one machine mm. uh, relatively simple you pedal you brake you turn you keep balance yeah. okay but it's a very much like there's a lot of social aspects to it yeah it's And a team it, it, even when we're talking right now it, it's like we're even talking about relationships eh mm -hmm. like you were the instigator And I'm grateful to you for that because actually mm. when it came up to, it was a health decision for me as well. Mm. And we ended up like saying, you know what? We need to be better at managing our health. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to live a longer life. I have, like mm. people know, who listen to the podcast. I have high cholesterol. It's genetics for me. Mm -hmm. So even when I eat well, I still need to take medication. And we, yeah. we remember that... Oh, we need to do something. So we jogged. Yeah. But 
jogging was very limited for us in the sense that if you jog like 15 kilometers that's it that's the experience which yeah. is great and yeah. i all all joggers out there my hats off to you some mm -hmm. of my actually one of my good friends is a, a mm -hmm. long distance yes. <laughs> jogger so <laughs> i admired that but it, the end result was not for me yeah. so cycling and you were the instigator of that in our family so I became a cyclist because you did that. Oh, well, and partly, but well, you know, uh, <laughs> I love you. your face. I have a hard time like taking compliments. All the all that compliment because you, I know all the but the, yeah. I'm leading to like yeah, and I know it's a social, it's a to come back to my question is yeah. I know that cycling is a social sport and there's a lot of clubs out there but yeah. sometimes clubs uh, can maybe not intentionally but generate a little bit of a sense of comparison right and a sense of not belonging because I am not in mm. that club it's like it, if I'm not with them then I don't belong yeah. Yeah, a little bit for me like it takes uh, like because I, f I felt a bit intimidated I didn't feel like I'm I'm advanced enough mm -hmm. um, so it already took everything out of me to sign up to a woman's group cycling um, event and um, so I think so I've you know I've asked like what are sort of the criteria criteria and they said oh it's very laid back you go to your own rhythm. You'll see mm -hmm. that everyone has their own level and, and like, don't worry if you're behind, um, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna do this together kind of thing. But, mm -hmm. um, I, and I think it was really meant to be that way. It was really well intentioned, but on the day of the ride, it, it didn't turn out to be that way. Um, you know, half of the group turned around at one point. I was like, Oh, okay. Um, and they said, Oh yes, they, they just, they don't want to go. They don't want to climb. So, they're just going to turn around. Okay, that seemed like it was like the normal thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then when we got to the climbing part, <laughs> those women like no. That's the thing I love about biking, though. No matter no matter your your stage in life, like yeah. no matter your age, it's all about experience. That you told me that once. Yeah, and that is so true. So I was not expecting that they went like really fast. And so, uphill, so they ended uphill. up like, so and was, they were of a certain age set. That's what you mean? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, I, I did not expect that. And also thinking, okay, well, a part of me, I don't want to hold back the group mm -hmm. either, mm -hmm. you know? So, so I, you know, I don't want them to carry me. <laughs> and this is when you start uh, to no longer doing your own ride yeah. and you try to keep up with people, which can be a very um depleting like a, very depleting and also the uh, the opposite of fun mm, that's it the opposite of fun because you're struggling your heart rate is up and then you're uncomfortable in your own body yeah and as i was climbing like i didn't even uh there, there was a woman who stuck with me she was really like my, my guardian angel and i was like no no you can go too you know i was even telling her to go so mm -hmm. i was not you know, because I didn't want to keep her, but she was, she was, she was, she was like, no, no, that's fine. I'll, I'll stay with you. Mm. Um, and I didn't even have enough energy to talk to her because we were climbing and, and you were still trying to keep up with yeah. her probably at that point. Yeah. And at the end, when we got to the top, 
Um, you know, the leader said, Oh, we didn't, we thought you had turned around or something. We almost left. So I was like, Oh, I was a bit hurt. Like, okay, they weren't going to wait after all. <laughs> but you and know, you are, and that's your drive, eh? You're a driven person in relationships. Yeah. Oh, so that's so true. Yeah. So if the, re- the group is not waiting for you, there's probably something yeah. in your mind going on there. Yes. So I didn't feel like I belonged, you know, it was like, okay, mm. so I guess they're maybe a level faster. And I, I don't know, maybe it is natural that a group will be not no, faster. No. That's, that's what I don't know. A group know. is faster, but yeah. also it's, it depends on the groups. Yeah. Like I, I totally agree with you sometimes. Uh, it, the relationships play out in cycling. Hmm. Like I noticed this, mm-hmm. like a group, uh, there's uh, there's the value of preference and the value of reference. Eh? Hmm. I would prefer waiting for everyone, but my reference is I'm out I'm out there to to perform. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's what we wish we would do rather than what, what we, we actually, actually do. do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. I've noticed that, and I, even I, as a guy, it, it happened to me as well. Mm. Like, I end up going to this group and saying it's supposed to be an easy group, and uh, we start. Then one guy has a, a, mechan- a mechanical um, thing, has, he has to fix it for a minute, and the group left. Oh, they left. And they good. were like, we're off. Yeah. And I remember could, uh, trying to catch up to the group, chasing the group, and having somebody uh, mm. <laughs> piggyback on me, and then he caught up the group, but I was depleted. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then I had a mechanical, and, and did nobody stay with nobody you? stayed with oh, me. Oh, you stayed, but so that group them. culture was like eh, it wasn't that fun was for me as every, well. Each, I understand each, that to each their own, and not uh, as a yeah, that's it, not as a group minded or. Mm-hmm. Which is a, a different experience, and if I I think of like the Technique Club mm. for for example, and a lot of the rides that I did with the other like the Elmer Postal guys, there's two clubs that I know and I ride with once in a while, mm. but j- those two clubs they actually gear on relationships, mm. and that's what they aim to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, enough about my experience. I, I can relate to no, yours. That was it. my goal here. That's it. It's not just the women too. No. It's anyone. Yeah. And it's hard to find um, a club that, that you'll f- like, you'll find a belonging or fitting. And mm-hmm. I think it's just different like Different levels gear. of experience. That's different levels of experience of maturity mm-hmm. in a group too, I think. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't yet found my club, but... Yeah. <laughs> I am hopeful that I will attempt again, just like I did with with the bikes and the gear, and um, maybe we'll start one. I don't know. I would like it to call the Winded Warriors. The yeah. Winded Warriors. <laughs> oh, it's nice. So this way, everyone. But it, but it's it's hard. Do you do you it, limit it I, to a level or not even? No I matter, think regardless of your. We don't like to categorize stuff, right? but I think sometimes category is important. But also, it depends on what you find fun. Yeah. Mm.
Wow, thank you, LP, again. Uh, I just wanted to take a moment and thank Vicky. Like, that's a great conversation. I'm, I was enjoying that conversation all the way through. And even I can tell while listening that I was sort of excited. I wanted to participate, but I feel like Vicky's wisdom on her own experience was way more valuable than me um, commenting on everything. So believe it or not, I was trying to let her have as much space as possible. And I think she did it so well. So thank you, Vicky, for sharing such a honest and open account of your experience. Uh, I think this episode was a great take on cycling beginnings. Um, and we all come from different backgrounds. We're all different. And I think Vicky's information sort of uh, was a great compass, a great compass on people who want to start and sometimes how life can get into the way. But by persisting, um, you get to keep uh, feeding your passion, if I can say it this way. I love that she brought personal factors such as motivation and fun and how it plays an intricate role on uh, on on each of us is cycling experience. So I think that was such a great account. Thank you so much, Vicky. And for you out there that might be wondering, we have a part two of this episode. And I want to encourage all the women, even the guys, but mostly I, this is an episode for women who um, might not be pro athletes and are trying to juggle many different hats at home. So I think it's a great episode. Um, just to encourage others. And also, as you can hear, I hope it's a great inspiration for group leaders out there that may be taking a moment and figuring out your why, uh, which we recorded a few weeks ago. You could get inspiration there. I think it's episode uh, five where we talk about uh, how to build a why. So that might be a great listen for you, for you women or any leaders of newer cycling groups uh, or clubs um, what should we do in order to cater to our our demographic the person who do we want to serve with our our group uh, and I think that makes a big impact and a big positive impact uh, on the atmosphere we all know that culture is an interface between the participants but also the leaders so I think when there's great uh, understanding on mutual expectations we get to build something that is worthwhile so thank you so much for listening everyone and i just wanted to encourage all of you to listen to our next episode because vicky will share her experience on what as cycling brought to her in her personal life as well so i think that will be a great episode for people looking for motivation or inspiration a little bit and not wanting to look at their own situation and minimizing how cycling can be a good thing for them um yeah so on another level look us up on social media or on our website overcomecafe.com and you can look at all our episodes are on the podcast um yeah All our episodes are on the podcast label on top. So, yeah, uh, look us up on our website. You get to see Matt, Vicky, and I. And I think it <laughs> gives faces to people who are who use podcasts as a medium. So I think it's a great, great place. Come and visit our website. You can also look us up on 
uh, for uh, on social media. Mad Search um, is on Instagram and Strava. His uh, handle on Instagram is Cyclosomatic, and I as well. You can look me up LP Landry on Strava, and I'm also on Instagram and TikTok um, and LinkedIn. So LP Landry, just look up my name LP Landry or Overcome Cafe on LinkedIn. Give us a shout out. We'll be we look forward to hearing from anyone out there that is listening to this podcast. Thank you so much. I hope it was useful. Stay driven and vulnerable, people. Thank you. Have a great stay driven and vulnerable, people. And I'm looking forward to our next episode.